Welcome to the Improvement for Imbeciles podcast. I'm your podcast host, Natalie, and this is where I share ways in which I'm getting my shit together so that you can get your shit together. Besties, I've been wanting to record this episode for so long. As you can tell by the title, we're talking about breakups today, and y'all, I've been through it. I've had to break up with someone, I've had someone break up with me. Honestly, I've only been in two relationships, but we're not gonna get into that. Do I know everything? Absolutely not. Is this still my podcast? Yes. So in today's episode, we are going to be talking about breakups, advice that I wish I knew when I was going through literally one of the most painful on and off relationships ever. I feel like we all have to have one. People in the comments are going to be like, no, that's just you. But (laughs) no, seriously, like a lot of us have difficulty actually letting people go. And this is advice that I really wish I would have known because I don't know if it's just me. I feel like a lot of advice on social media nowadays surrounding breakup advice is very accusatory to the other person and doesn't really allow for deeper introspection about what went wrong on your part. For example, you know, people will say, oh, girl, you just can do better. He's trash, blah, blah, blah. Like that is a essentially the breakup pep talks that I see more specifically on YouTube. For the guy, it'll be like, oh, well, she th- she's a 304. Keep your head up, king. I don't know. And not that that advice doesn't necessarily work. I just think it doesn't allow for deeper introspection and it doesn't really allow you to get into the guts of why this happened. And I'm not going to sugarcoat it. This episode might be difficult for some of you to hear, but bestie, I'm not feeding into your delusions, okay? I'm going to share with you guys some hard pills that you need to swallow about this relationship situation you're in and I'm also going to be sharing some of my personal experiences with this and it's up to you to either take the information and actually take my advice or to reject it and go you're full of shit. First I'm going to go over the table of contents of the things I'm going to be talking about in this video because it's a lot. To start off we're going to be talking about the five stages of grief and how it relates to a breakup. Next we're going to go into getting dumped versus having to dump someone okay because the advice I give for being dumped versus being the one that has to break up with someone are two completely different pieces of advice, all right? I have a lot of things to go over on both sides because I've been through both experiences, okay? So we're gonna go through that and then I'm also gonna be talking about some narratives I hear online and advice that I wouldn't follow when it comes to breakup advice because there's been a lot of like toxic advice floating around the internet because people have been hurt before and I completely understand that but that doesn't allow you to live life to the fullest and I'm just gonna be talking about my experiences with being toxic versus not being toxic and actually choosing to heal myself. And I don't have like a super set out table of contents for this podcast episode, but some topics I'm going to be hitting is when to distract yourself and when to analyze yourself when it comes to a breakup because sometimes it is necessary to distract yourself and be like, you know, I I just don't want to feel like this right now, okay? But adversely, if you're used to suppressing your emotions, I'm going to talk about how to tap back into your emotions so that you can heal from a relationship. I'm also going to be talking a little bit about on and off relationships, the one thing I'm not going to be hitting in this video is situationships because I want to make an entire podcast episode about situationships. It's like having to get over a person that you didn't even have is a complete mindfuck in of itself. So that's why I'm going to have that be a completely different episode. But without further ado, let's just get straight into the process of grieving a breakup, okay? When you first get broken up with or you break up with someone, you enter a grieving process. Breakups are weird because you literally have to grieve someone but they're still alive like you literally go through the five stages of grief you might have to see them every day like the fact that they are living and breathing 
honestly pisses me off. Why are they doing that? Can they not? (laughs) Okay, maybe that's a little mean, but five stages of grief, okay? We got denial, we got anger, we got bargaining, depression, and acceptance. Denial speaks for itself, right? When you first get broken up with or you break up with someone, there's this feeling of like, this isn't actually happening. It's like you move into the space where you're desperate for answers. Who, what, when, where, why? And if you don't tell me that, we're still together. That's still my man, my man. That's still my girl, my girl. You simply cannot fathom the reality that this person is not in your life. You'll even like text them or send them a meme and you're like, oh shit, like we literally just broke up two days ago. What is going on? We've all been there, don't lie. From denial, you might move into anger. You did what? With who? Why did they do that to me? How could this person do that to me? You'll get pissed. And this is the main stage where people want to take revenge on someone. I think a lot of the times when you go through a breakup, you're so angry that the person didn't do what you wanted them to do or fell through on certain commitments. It's like you'll throw things that you did for them in their face because you're just so angry at them or, you know, you'll shit talk them to your friends. This is the stage where you need to be very aware that your actions do have consequences. And I think a lot of times people have a difficulty accepting that they're angry. Anger isn't the problem. It's how you deal with your anger. And that's not to say that this part of the grieving process can't be harmful, but I think it's super important to validate your feelings and also validate this process for yourself. You need to look at this process as a learning experience rather than something that you have to feel shame for. Like these are natural emotions that every single human goes through. From this, you might move into bargaining, right? You want to be back with this person. You'll do anything to get this person back. You'll play mind games just to try to see if they'll reach out to you. You'll watch tarot card readings tarot card readings. I, f- I don't know if that one's denial or if that's bargaining. I, I, I almost think it's bargaining. But you know, your TikTok feed will be filled with tarot card readings of he's coming back. <laughs> no, just me? <laughs> okay. <laughs> don't lie. You've gotten those. You've gotten those in your feed. Don't freaking lie to me. But you'll start doing all the things that they wanted you to do in the relationship if you were the one that was broken up with. From there, you might move into depression, right? You're sad. You just can't stop thinking about them. You'll think about all the good times. You'll play sad music. You'll literally just be in your room sulking, dying, literally haven't cleaned your room for like three weeks. It's real brokenhearted girly season okay? It's it's real sad boy hours. Ideally, you'll reach acceptance, right? You're no longer thinking about this person. You've moved on and you can enter into a new happy relationship where you can find love and happiness. But most of the time, you just bounce back between all of those four for like literally years. Some people never get to acceptance. They just repeat the cycle with someone else. That is a hill I will literally die on. Some of you have never reached acceptance. You just hop from person to person like it's hopscotch because you don't know how to be alone. But regardless, if you just got dumped, right? Someone broke up with you and you don't know how to handle it. I think the main feeling when you first get dumped is like this feeling of shock of like, what happened? You enter into a stage of desperation where you are seeking answers. Who, what, when, where, why? Why did you do this to me? And this is advice for people who like just got broken up with like tonight. I need you if someone approaches you and says, hey, things are not working out. In my opinion, the best way to handle it is to say, I understand. Because you want to go into denial, you want to go into anger, you want to go into depression. 
which are natural things to go into. But when you show this person, you know, I'm so mad at you. Why are you breaking up with me? That is literally just going to turn them away more. Because if someone has told you that they no longer want to be with you and your automatic reaction is to beg them to stay, you have some reevaluating to do because you are valuing this person in your life more than you are valuing yourself. If someone wants to leave, let them and don't allow that door to open back again. I think it's normal to want an explanation and I think it's a completely valid thing to ask them like, why? Like, could you at least give me a reason? But if they don't give you an explanation, that shows how much they valued you. And you need to remember that. They did not value you enough to be honest with you, bestie. They did not value you enough to tell you why. And that is not your fault. That is not your fault, but it's also not your responsibility. That is their responsibility, and you cannot take that on as your baggage. And I think it's so hard not to question your worth when someone walks out on you because automatically you think, you know, what did I do? But oftentimes, it's not something that you did. It's just it didn't work. And to everyone listening, I really want to validate that you are worthy Okay, you are so worthy and don't ever let someone leaving your life make you question that you have inherent value. It's such a human thing to do that when someone leaves us, we look to ourselves because we think we're flawed, right? We think we're defective, but that is so extremely far from the truth. It's like we internalize rejection as a character flaw rather than redirection, when in reality, bestie, It was never meant to work out anyways. And it's so valid to seek out closure, but I want to talk to the besties who are going back specifically for closure. You can give yourself that closure, okay? When you seek to someone else to give you closure, you are giving your power away. You are saying, I'm not full and I cannot move on with my life until I know for certain why. But sometimes the best thing to do is to just make up a reason and move forward with that reason. Make up whatever reason helps you sleep at night. And I know that might sound like immature or whatever, but at the same exact time, like what does it matter if you get an answer from this person versus you just say, okay, well, I believe it's because this happened and that's why we didn't work out. They make up their stories. That doesn't mean that you can't have your beliefs if this person is not giving you an explanation of what you did or what caused this fallout. And this reason doesn't have to be something you tell other people. It's just something that you can journal about and go, you know, I think this is the main reason why we didn't work out. We didn't have the same communication style. Whatever the things that you noticed in the relationship that you just didn't like before they even broke up with you, bring those back up to the forefront of your mind so that you remind yourself, hey, you had problems too. Because when you're broken up with, there's this like feeling of like, oh, I'm the rejected one, right? I'm I'm the fucked up one when it's like no you had things in the relationship that you didn't like about them too you just don't like feeling abandoned okay so keep what they did at the forefront of your mind if you literally cannot think about a single flaw about them which I bet you can you're just sad you're just sad, okay? If you genuinely cannot think about a single flaw about them, they did everything right. If they wanted to be in your life, they would. And that is reason enough for a relationship to end. I also wanna talk about the stage of bargaining when it comes to getting broken up with. You might bargain and go, I wanna be this person's friend. Or this person might be like, well, we can still be friends, right? And you'll begrudgingly accept the fact that you're just their friend. Bestie, don't do that. 
bestie don't do that if you really had a connection with someone and all of a sudden they just want to be your friend i need you to reject the lie because when someone intimate wants to be your friend after being intimate they just want to see if the grass is greener i'm gonna keep it real with you they want to see if the grass is greener and if it's not greener if it's dead they want to come back to you because you're willing to accept them back they're betting that if all else fails they can come back to you. This person still wants access to the level of intimacy they had with you while also not having the responsibility of having to commit to you. That's the truth. I'm not saying that exes can't be friends. I'm simply saying that if the connection you had with this person was real, enough time would have to pass to where, number one, you were able to have a conversation with this person about what went wrong. Number two, there was an acknowledgement of any irreconcilable romantic differences. Let's say you were friends before and you were like, oh, this is an irreconcilable difference for me, actually. I don't, I want this in life and you want that in life. And number three, an elimination of all hope. Because let's say you met your soulmate tomorrow, right? Would you have the awareness to recognize that this person is your soulmate? Or would you still have the hope that your ex from three years ago is gonna step up to the plate? Be for real. If there was a real connection there, you cannot be friends with them. You cannot be friends with them. Reject the lie that you can be friends with your ex. This is a hill I will literally die on because most of the time it doesn't work. The only time it works is if they're actually, there's actually no romantic connection there. But if there's a romantic connection there, you need to cut it off because their presence in your life is a constant reminder of whatever they did to you or whatever they couldn't do for you. Let me say that again. Their presence in your life is a constant reminder that they couldn't step up to the plates. Okay, bestie, they could not be there for you. They dumped you and gave you no explanation. How do you expect them to step up to the plate later as friends? I'm not feeding into your delusion. I'm not doing it. Cut it off. And again, I'm not saying that it can't happen, but enough time has to have passed for you guys to be able to be like, yeah, this didn't work out because of XYZ. We are better off as friends. There's a fascinating narrative going around TikTok that the first love you ever have is the only person you're ever able to love. And it goes on both sides, you know, like finding out that he's loved someone before and it's like a girl being like, ah, my God. The people on the podcast are going to be confused because they didn't have the visual, but essentially you'll compare your future partners to your past partners. And I think there's a level about that that's like completely valid. Simultaneously, if you are comparing every single person you meet to your ex, it's because you're not over them. And that's what I mean by some people never fully get to acceptance because they weren't able to go through the stages of grief and identify whatever point they were at. They just went into hot scotch mode so that they didn't have to be alone. The only time that you should be comparing who you're currently with to your ex is by saying, oh my god, I love that this person is not my ex. And like in my personal experience, I had an on and off relationship with my ex, so I understand not feeling like you can move on. And it's not a good feeling. It's a guilty feeling. It's a shitty feeling because now you're aware that you're bringing in someone else into your own shit that you need to deal with. And I would truly recommend against it. And from my experience with my on and off relationship, that's why I can really give this advice because I've been on both ends of being broken up with and having to break up with someone and truly looking at yourself after a breakup. There shouldn't be an option 
to play hopscotch, but there is. So you need to become aware of that and you need to have guts to actually call out your tacky shit. Even if you were the one that was broken up with, if you were dumped because of shitty behavior, that's something you might need to look into. Moving on, I really wanna give advice about how to get over getting dumped. Number one is to find an outlet, okay? And this outlet can be the gym, music, friends, find something that you can do, find a new hobby. And I know everyone says this, but I think it's such an essential part of going through a breakup because a breakup is a catalyst to a self-transformation. You now have all of this free time that you can dedicate to yourself. And so all of those things that you put on pause for this person, you can now do. It's also a relief because now nobody else is holding you back. You're holding yourself back. If your partner happened to be a little bit controlling, you can hang out with those friends that they didn't like. You can do what you want. So I think it's so important to find an outlet, okay? When you're going through these emotions, you need to validate that process for yourself. And what's helped me is having different outlets for different stages of grief. Okay, this is where it gets a little weird, okay? But when I'm in a depressive state, I tend to feel my emotions more. So I journal. When I'm in my anger state, I go to the gym because it's a really good way for me to get out my anger. When I'm feeling denial, I'll go talk to a friend because they can reassure me about why I'm on the right track. If I'm in a bargaining phase, I work on a project I have because I'm able to distract myself and go, this is a better use of my time. I know it sounds weird, but just validate that process for yourself because I promise you, your future self will thank you. Another thing that's helped me going through breakups is just changing small things about my life. This could be buying a new candle, starting to wear my hair a different way, Wearing a new perfume. I know I just listed two scent things, but I really associate scents with different periods of my life. So like for me, when I was going through a breakup, I would use a certain perfume and that perfume started to remind me of that era of my life. And all of a sudden I was just like, I can't use this anymore. I don't know. So like I changed small things about my room. I bought myself flowers so my spaces were always nice and pretty and I just enjoyed the ambiance of my room. I got different bed sheets. Like small changes to your day-to-day -day life that you might not think matter that much, but once you actually change it, it feels like you're in a different place. It feels like you're a different person than you were when you just got broken up with. I think it's so important to analyze your own abandonment issues because if you're still deeply deeply attached to this person sometimes it's just because of the fact that they left you okay it almost makes it so much harder when someone leaves you because you have to feel like the inadequate one but that's a lie you are not inadequate I promise you once you get over this you'll find that person that won't do that shit to you that'll give you an explanation you need to really trust that rejection is redirection and that's truly the best piece of advice i can give you because this situation was meant to happen so that you can learn to love yourself deeper moving on we're going to talk about what to do when you have to break up with someone now i'm going to hit this from two angles number one is you know you need to break up with someone but you haven't done it yet and number two is you already broke up with them. Firstly, if you know that a situation is not right for you, how long are you going to be selfish? 
How long are you going to withhold this information from them? Because the second that you know a situation is no longer right for you and you are waiting to break up with this person, the more time passes, the more shitty you'll feel. And sometimes the reason why you don't pull the plug is because you still feel like there's something that they can do that can make it salvageable. Are you falling in love with the idea of this person or what they are actually showing you? Because as much as we'd like to say that love rules over everything, if someone isn't showing up for you and not giving you what you really need in a relationship, how long are you going to accept less? And that might sound selfish, you guys can call me selfish in the comments all you want, but in reality, if you are not happy in a relationship, how long are you going to accept less? How long are you going to deny yourself love to feel loved? We often associate love with sacrifice, you know, how much is this person doing for me, you know, how much have they done for me, but in reality, if this person isn't showing you they're loving you and you are sacrificing yourself, you are sacrificing a part of your values, the respect you have for yourself, how is that love? Not respecting yourself and sacrificing your dignity for someone else is not love. Is what they are doing putting you in a position to choose between you or them because I'm gonna just tell you right now, you need to choose yourself. I don't care if people call me selfish. At the end of the day, if someone is putting you in a position where you have to choose between your dignity and this person, that's not love, that's attachment. That's not love, that's manipulation. And I know that might seem harsh, but I think it's so important to acknowledge that you must have self-love to be in a relationship with someone. There's an ideology a lot of people say, you know, you can't love someone unless you love yourself. And I do think that's true to an extent, but I don't think that's entirely true. Like entire self-love is not going to give what a relationship gives. You don't need to be completely infatuated with yourself to be in a relationship with someone, but you do need to have a level of self-respect for yourself and if you don't have that as the base of a relationship then what is that relationship it's not love it's just deep attachment so sometimes I feel like being put in a position where you have to break up with someone is a little bit more difficult because you have to choose yourself. And then there's that subsequent guilt of choosing yourself. I think a lot of people don't know how to cope with that because there's this obligation in love that if you really love someone, you'll just stick through it. In society, we're taught to love without any boundaries. We're taught to love unconditionally, but love is rooted in condition and I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing because love and respect go hand in hand. If you love someone, you must also respect them. If you don't see them as someone you respect, how are you going to get to the point where you love them and you see them for who they are? Because you can simultaneously say, hey, I love you, but you're stepping on me. Hey, I love you, but I'm not okay with this. And if they can say they love you, but they don't show they respect you, what is that true fulfillment in love has conditions not because love is conditions but because you need to have conditions for yourself you need to put yourself in conditions that sustain love disrespect does not sustain love and in my own experience with having to break up with someone the main thing i felt in the grieving process was a lot of anger because it was anger at myself of like 
How could I ever let myself be treated that way? What's wrong with me? You'd think that mindset only shows up with people who were dumped, but in reality, it equally shows up with people who have to dump someone too because you are putting yourself in a situation where you have to choose between you or them. And the guilt of choosing you is so hard and you get so angry at yourself, especially when you're still so attached to them and you want to go back because then you put yourself in a situation where you might be picking up and dropping this person and it's fucked up but it's true and I just want to say if you've dumped someone and gone back to them you really need to look into why okay you need to look into what you're scared of being alone for because oftentimes when you go back to someone you know isn't right for you it's because there's a part of yourself that's still attached to the way they treat you even if you know they treat you bad and that's the reason you left you still have a deep attachment to being treated a certain way and you would rather be treated a certain way than love yourself and be alone i think a lot of times people will also show that they've changed and you'll automatically want to go back because again you have that attachment to that person you want this future that you planned out for yourself again are you falling in love with the imagination of what this person could be or are you falling in love with the reality of what they're showing you i won't go too deep into on and off relationships but i just want to say it doesn't serve you to keep your relationship a secret i'm not saying it doesn't serve you to keep it private that's different but keeping your relationship a secret you have to hide that you even talk to this person you can't even talk to your friends because you are back with this person how is that serving you genuinely sometimes you really have to ask yourself when is this going to be enough when am i finally going to let this go because the second that you can acknowledge that what you're doing is a disservice to you the longer you go without making a decision the worse it's gonna be excuses are just problems later and that literally applies to relationships too the more you excuse this person's behavior the worse it's gonna get have standards have non-negotiables. If you learn one thing from this breakup, if you're going through a really, really rough breakup, let's say you've been with this person for years, write down your non-negotiables. Learn from the things that happened in this relationship. Learn from the parts of you that you didn't like, how you acted in the relationship, because I think that's the worst part, is like looking at your own actions and how they contributed to the relationship's demise. You must be able to look at that, because in my opinion, romantic relationships are like a mirror. If you've been with someone for a while, that person will literally mirror you. That person will literally mirror back to you the parts of yourself that you don't like. If you're put in a situation where you have to stand on a non-negotiable, you have to stand on business. You gotta stand on business, okay? It's 2024. It's the year of standing on business. And finally, the last thing I'm gonna talk about is adopting the mindset of it is what it is. I think a lot of the times when we go through a breakup, we rehash things in our minds we try to come up with a logical explanation for why things didn't work out we wish we would have done things different and that's okay you can't change what happened i think the most loving thing you can do for yourself is to forgive yourself for what you did with your level of awareness and that doesn't mean excuse yourself from accountability but that does mean to release yourself from the expectation that you had to know everything you acted based on whatever information was available to you and whatever awareness you had that doesn't mean don't take accountability if you did some fucked up shit though
Okay, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna make that clear. But it does mean to release yourself from all of the guilt and shame you feel. What part of your childhood needs to be healed? Like, what part of your inner child is being revealed through this experience? I know that sounds really woo-woo, but genuinely. Because when I was jeopardizing myself by putting myself in a situation where I was not standing on business to be loved, I remembered the inner child version of me who just wanted to be loved, who was ignored, who was belittled. That's why it felt so familiar. I want to talk about one more topic before I wrap up this podcast. It's been a long one, but I want to do more long ones because I feel like I can share more with you guys. Like, not as many people who click on my videos are staying this long. So, for those of you who are at the end of this podcast, I just want to say a special thank you. I want to talk about relationship advice people say that I disagree with. First of all, don't get revenge. A lot of the times people will give breakup advice that revolves around the ego. And what I mean by that is it'll be stuff that just makes you feel good. Like, oh, they're trash. You did the right thing, girl. Like, go off, sis. Like, not that that advice doesn't work because sometimes you do need to hear that advice. You do need to hear that you made the right decision. But be very wary of advice that encourages the suppression of emotion and the desire to embarrass someone. Keep breakups off the internet. 99.9% of the time, even if this person did something fucked up to you, keep it off the internet. I don't care. This is another hill I am going to die on because I see so many people make sub tweets or, you know, sub posts about their ex and all I can think about is this person is still in love with this person. The advice people give is like, I'm unbothered. It's like we think of like sprinkle, sprinkle lady, right? She's like, oh, well, I don't care because I have money. It's like, okay, but think about what you actually felt. People need to see through the acts on the internet. I know as much as you guys like to view certain advice, there's a certain part of yourself that people are playing into and it's your ego. This desire to want to upgrade is your own suppression of you feeling embarrassed for what happened. You feeling like you want to detach from everything. The worst advice I hear on the internet about breakups is to just don't be sad, get another one. People will not go through the grieving process and they'll just hop from person to person like it's hopscotch. You never actually get over the person by doing that. You just cover up your emotions with this persona of I'm unbothered and I'm a bad bitch and I'm better than my ex. It's the same thing as like red flag advice. Like if, if a guy always says, oh my ex was crazy, that's a red flag. Be able to have nuance, be able to look deeper into situations, and be able to identify the parts of yourself that you don't want to acknowledge. I'm getting rambly, so I'm gonna wrap this podcast up, but thank you guys so much for tuning in if you made it this far. Be sure to go check out my social medias, Instagram at mylifeasetch and TikTok at Natalie Etch. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Improvement for Imbeciles podcast. And with that being said, you guys, stay stupid.